The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you from the Bobby and Jack's Memphis Barbecue Soundstage, located inside the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that we would normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hello. How are you? Good, pal. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. What's going on? Nothing much. Nothing much. We had a nice day off today. That we did. We had the day off. So... We, uh, we, we've been busy. Yeah. Decided to smoke some ribs. Not only do we talk barbecue, but if folks can see here, we actually do cook it. <laughs> can you get it in front of that thing? I don't even know if that thing works. You just have to turn it on. Yeah, that's true, too. Hey, there you go. Look up there, Johnny. You can get those ribs in oh, there the you picture. Go. Right there. All right. Oh, there oh, we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Tilt it a little. Don't spill them, though. They're I precious. Ain't spilling. Got a couple racks. Throw this one in particular. I'm going to have to eat that one. <laughs> you going to show that oh, one? Oh, we're going to show that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was on. cold. It wasn't bad, actually, though, without the wind. So keeping temp oh, wasn't too bad. Oh. Now that's looking nice. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that did look, that, that looks sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it does. We we refer to that as uh, barbecue porn. Yeah, and we actually put a couple of um, videos on on Facebook. We're new to the video <laughs> video thing, so yeah. Bear so with the first us. one you see most of the time is usually my ugly mug trying to figure out which button to push. Yep, you always see him going like this. How do you do this? And then it's just big bald head, <laughs> and then it moves. Listen, Keep going as you as you je- say. Jealousy will get you nowhere. <laughs> So yeah, we did, we did some videos. We did some videos. We did some smoking here, and yep. uh, we did some experimenting on uh, some barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah, we did a uh, an apple butter barbecue sauce with um, uh, brown sugar, blackstrap molasses, white vinegar, uh, some mustard, some steak sauce, a little salt, cayenne pepper. Um, then I just got bored and put some cinnamon and barbecue rub in it. Yep. That's then actually not too bad. Add a little bit of orange juice at the end for a little oh, yeah. citrus. Yep. Yep. So you got a little, little, little citrusy little sweet with a little heat. bit of heat. <laughs> citrusy heat. Yeah. It came out very good. I it liked did. it. I mean, the ribs came out good, too. We used, um, you know, so the first video we showed, you know, trimming the membrane off, trimming them up a little bit, um, and then rubbing them with the mustard um, just to kind of show people, you know, how much mustard you sh- you know you should be putting on because you don't want to use too if you're going to use something like the mustard as a binder for your rub you mm-hmm. don't want to put too much on because it can burn easily mm-hmm. and add too much of a cr- to form the crust but it can it can burn and give you that real charred flavor to it yeah so you just want to put just a nice light coat if how would you explain I mean, it's just, it? just acting a nice as the little glue, you know if you're having a a squeeze bottle. Mm-hmm. Just a nice light squeeze, once down one side, once down the other. Perfect. Then rub it in, just a nice light coat. You don't want it looking yellow. Right. But, you know, just enough see-through, see the meat through with the 
but you know it's mustard, but it's just not completely covered. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, sprinkle your rub on top and let that sit about what? What did you say? 20 minutes, half hour or so? Yeah. Let half that an hour. bond up. Let it soak in. Um, you know, let, it, let the meat soak up the, the rub. Um, and we used actually uh, Junior Urias's um, rub for grub. Um, from his up and smoke barbecue company, so we decided to go with that one today. And uh, you know, we we dusted both both racks, put them on the smoker for what three hours in in smoke. Um, I think three hours in smoke, about an hour, hour and a half in foil, and then like forty five minutes um, with the glaze. Yeah. And then we used um, Messy Mike's barbecue sauce on one, and then we used the um, apple barber, butter barbecue sauce on the other one, and they. Both came out fantastic, I think. Nice smoke ring. First time, quote unquote, I'm using oh, the, air quotes for our friends the, in Radio Land. The backyard can't uh, see. barbecue. <laughs> yeah, the, the backyard barbecue, you son of a yeah. bitch, you. Um, first time cooking on, Made a, me on proud. a little smoker, Made me proud. huh? Yeah, you did all the work. <laughs> I was just I was just watching you. Yeah, you 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 were there to look pretty today. Yep, that I was, was foremaning. I showed you how it's done. You did. You know. But I do like that little smoker, the Oklahoma Joe. The Oklahoma Joe's, it was nice. great. I had got it on an absolute steal last year, uh, last fall, I think. And like we had talked in a, one of our earlier ep- earliest episodes on what you're looking for into um, if you're looking to buy a smoker. I caught it at an end-of-the-year end of deal at Walmart. It's the Oklahoma Joe um, Highland. Mm-hmm. And normally it's about about four hundred dollars. I think I got it. They had it on clearance for a hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, all day long. Deal. Give me two of them. Oh yeah, I would have bought two of them. Yeah, I could only buy one because there was only one. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if it was, I would have bought two. Well, I just and like how you can do that. You know, would have had to hide it from someone so they wouldn't see. I, I, add to the collection. I see that. I probably would have to do the same thing too. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but I like I how you know. can smoke. You know, do the steaks on it, so you can you could technically grill the steaks on the on the firebox. Oh yeah, they, they it, it's a great setup. They come with two grates for your firebox itself mm-hmm. that you can lay there. So while you're smoking your ribs or brisket, and you know you get a little rumbly in the tumbly, throw a couple of steaks on there, some burgers, <laughs> and. So you can make snacks. While you can make you snacks exactly. while you're yeah. cooking. Nice. But yeah, right, right there, right over the, right over your coals, right over your, the wood going. You get a nice flavor to it. Yep. You get that high heat coming right up because you're literally oh, you're inches less than a foot, if that, six inches mm-hmm. from the from your coals anyway. So you're you're getting a good char on that and everything. Yep. And then you could do actually what we were talking about last week. You know, you sear the steak, and then you can just put it on the other side. Put it on the other side, let it go. Yep. Yeah. You can do that, too. Might, but have, yeah, to, might the, have to look into that. Yeah, the Oklahoma Joes, I absolutely love it. It's heavy duty. You know, it's a quality product. Yeah. You know, you see some of them in there. You know, they're flimsy, and, you know, it almost feels like you can bend the metal. Yeah. This is, it's a sturdy unit, just good to go. I highly recommend them. Yep, you had to do some modifications. Do some modifications. That's just to better the product on you know for your yeah, own. Yeah, obviously so. you, you put it together so it's it, you have seams. You just hit the seams with a um, high temperature silicone, mm-hmm. um, like caulking. You hit the seams around the firebox, around the edges, and then the uh, the stack itself, and you're good to go. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> you can't just you, let buddy. them sit there. I understand you can't just let them sit there. So I didn't tell you to listen. <laughs> Look at. I will translate, Mike. I think it's delicious. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Be happy. I'm trying to break out your inner fat guy. There we go. Can I really eat barbecue that much? But it's just good, good flavor. Yeah, yeah, it's good flavor. Mm. But you, in the meantime, you should put your mic back where it was. Oh, yeah, so we can all hear sorry. you. There <laughs> you go. See, you got to be professional Excuse and learn me. how to eat while you I'll keep- get there. Yeah. I'll get there. <laughs> That's my first time eating on the show, so. That's right. That yeah. wasn't bad. It's all good. Yep. Yep. You know. So, um, when you're done with your smoker, like I know it's, you know, snowing out, beginning to snow, not now, but winter time's coming. What do you do to your smoker to, you know, per se, winterize it? Winterize it. Well, first off. We don't actually winterize it because we go all year long. Mm-hmm. I will get out there with the snow shovel and I will dig it out. You know, we ran into a little bit of issue somewhat today. Not a major issue, but we had to spend more time on fire control, temperature control, mm-hmm. because it was, you know, it was 30 degrees out today. Right. And also you're in like day. a, it's kind of like a wind tunnel. You yeah, know, where, so where your firebox is and the, the vent, the wind's just coming and blowing right, and right going, in that vent. So you, uh, you open it, the vent up a little bit to get it going, to bring it up, mm-hmm. and it's going to jump to, at one point, it jumped to 400 degrees. Wow. And I think the wind can be more of a problem than the temperature. Yes. You know, just cooling down the smoking box. Mm-hmm. Yep. And blowing in because it's, it's cooling it down at the same time it's also stoking the fire some more too right. so you're having a major fluctuation so you really have to you know watch it so it was a little bit of an effort but that's part of what we do you know it's the time it's the patience knowing your smoker knowing your um, fire control it's all repetitive but it's this is what this is part of it this is what we do mm-hmm. but if you are preparing to winterize your smoker, um, it's just a real maintenance. First off, if you start with the outside, I like to use, oddly enough, believe it or not, WD-40. Mm-hmm. Just take that on a nice, you know, just, just a regular sharp rag, wipe the outside down, adds like a protective coating to it, takes off any grease and anything you've had on it throughout the, using the use of the season. Um and it, you know, just protects because you're going to obviously cover it, mm-hmm. you know, protection that way. Some moisture is going to get in. That WD-40 creates a nice barrier on your outside. Yep. And for also the doors and like all the hinges and stuff. And the hinges because yep. those aren't treated in the first place. So they're going to be the first parts to, to rust on you. Then you can use WD-40 or you can use um like cooking spray. Cook, cooking you know, spray you is cooking fantastic spray that too. As well. um, the most important part. Empty your firebox. Oh, yeah. Well, you should empty your firebox after every use because charcoal, what does charcoal do? It, it um, breaks stuff up. It breaks, you know, metal up. Um, it rusts. It, it so will, it will it'll suck definitely in deter. all any moisture that comes near it. And the next thing you know, you got to rust it out bottom of your firebox. And you either buy a new firebox or, or you, you buy have to get a, a welder to weld you a new pan. Yep. 
Uh, so it's very important with that. Uh, even a shop vac works great. Um, believe it or not, two barbecue tools I would recommend are actually painting tools. Oh, paint scraper. Paint scraper with the brushes. Yep. So you can scrape the inside of the firebox off to get any, you know, clumped parts off. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't even know if it, you'd call it a paint scraper, but if you if you were to patch a hole in the wall that, you know what I'm, the flat. <coughs> like a putty knife. A putty knife. <laughs> a putty knife. <laughs> you okay? Yep. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. the spice. Some, yep. A little Just pepper got in the room. A little now. heat there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, a putty knife. Like a putty knife. Yep. And you take that off, and, and you really scrape the in inside of your um, inside of your chamber. Oh, you, you, know, you don't have to scrape everything off. No. Get the heavy duty pieces off, and then you know, get that all out. Like I said, shop back. Get it in a pile. Just hit it. You know, take. I, I take always keep a metal. Um, like a trash can, like Oscar the Grouch trash can, one of those metal trash cans. I always yeah, have one of those. they make smaller ones, about yep. two, you know, two feet tall. And just put a rubber glove on, uh, one of the food gloves, scrape, scrape, put in the trash can, um, you know, firebox, burn it off afterwards. Um, might even burn the chamber out, depending on what type of smoke you have. Yeah. Um, but, always, you know, and always keep your uh, vent closed. Yeah. Always keep your vent closed because then weather gets in it and then it gets inside the smoker and then it'll basically rust out from inside out. So, yep, you want to yeah. keep everything as dry as you possibly can. Then as far as your grates go, mm -hmm. um, you know, take them off, scrape them down. Like power your, wash them works well. Power wash. Yeah. Uh, or if you can find um, a container, uh, the plastic totes mm -hmm. tend to work well. Uh, if you go to a Home Depot, the the trays that they would sell to put under like a water heater, they're perfect. You know what I mean? No. Like a water furnace, water heater. Yes. A lot of the water of pans that go underneath it. Yes. Yeah. They can. They fit the. Um, they fit your racks great too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can fill little, it right in there and yep. fill it in. I'd like to use a little solution, of, you know, hot water and. Uh, uh, simple green. Simple, simple green works it's great. It's food safe. Degreaser, yeah. It's a degreaser. So you just let them sit there and soak. You know, get everything, all your big pots off. Let them soak a couple hours. And then you really just have to really hose it down. Yeah. You know, rinse them down, wipe them off, put them back. I like to do another. Um, yeah, I'm trying not to pay attention <laughs> to the little dancing in the front there. <laughs> Live studio audience. Live studio audience. <laughs> and they're just trying to get at my ribs. I know you two jokers. I'm watching you. Santa Claus is coming. Okay, so you were saying. <laughs> um, see, you had to bring it up. Um, I was trying. I was trying. I like to actually re-season it once, once it's all cleaned up. I like to do another load of, um, you know, a... a a, ch a chimney or two of coals and some wood. Mm -hmm. Just let the cycle go. Bring that temperature back up. Just to dr almost dry everything out. Any moisture takes any, yeah. you know, any little piece you miss, it'll burn it off. And then once that's done, remove your ash into the, like a trash can, like you said, mm -hmm. because that's going to... That's going to stay hot for a while. Oh, yeah. You know, there's, there's been, you know, videos I've, here and there. I've unloaded it. Uh, mistakes. Two days after an event, 
um, I put it in the trash can, and then trash can was getting pretty full. So I threw in the back of the truck, and I'm like, oh, two days later, you know, I put my hand over it, touched it, nothing was hot from the touch, threw it in a dumpster. Well, I get a phone call like a couple hours later. Uh, what'd you throw in the dumpster? Why? What's going on? Uh, the dumpster's on fire. <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? So then I had to go run back down, check out the dumpster, and yeah, there's there's um, a guy I know trying to put out a dumpster fire because of the ashes that I, I threw in the dumpster. So I learned my lesson quick. And the, the trash cans in um, New Hampshire actually help you out. They say don't throw hot ashes in the trash cans. So. Yeah, you know. I read that every single time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but um, so yeah, wipe wipe it all out again, you know, hit it with the chop back or, mm-hmm. you know, get everything out. Then you, you're ready to put it away for the, the winter if you so choose. Yeah. You and know. I mean, I'd even go as far as putting a tarp over it. Um, top, most most of them come with a cover now. Yeah. Well, I'm talking or, about like a smoker like oh, I you, have. Yeah, yeah, you have. Mine come with a, with a cover, but it's a pain in the neck to put the cover on. So I just put a tarp or two over it and... Bungee cord, yeah, it's, it's fine. tight, you yeah. know. Yep. You know, don't worry too much about moisture. No. You know, what? the one that really beats up your equipment, believe it or not, is the sun. The sun can do a number on your... Th- uh, your thermometers, your temperature, oh, and the gauges. salt if you live by the ocean. Salt, well, yeah. <laughs> so that'll eat anything alive yeah. in a heartbeat. Yep. But if you don't, if, I mean, if your smoker's out in the element all the time and it's rain, snow, whatever, it just takes a longer time to heat up, and it has to all the moisture has to get out, and that's why when you heat up some smokers, you'll see them sweating, and you'll see all the drip in, and yeah. you know whatever's in there, and you're like, oh crap, what is this? It's just. It's sweating, you know, it's sweating out and just trying to get up to temp and so little little yeah. tip. So that's pretty much that for for winterizing, you know, just take care of it. Yeah. And it, But if you can use your smoker all year round or or grill all year oh, round. Oh, absolutely. If, if the op- so you get a little cold, get a cup of coffee or a little whiskey, whatever you whatever warms you up. Whatever warms you up. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Remember you're standing by a firebox that's couple hundred degrees so that's a lot warmer but you know if you do you do if you don't you don't mm. you're gonna get back at it next season right you know work that- on your stuff like we came up we played around with a barbecue sauce today what, what would you like for a side with those ribs mike I would probably i mean mac and cheese is probably oh, a oh. <laughs> side that goes with any you know, barbecue plate. I mean, bar- mac and cheese is just so versatile. You can almost do anything with it. You know, you can have regular mac and cheese, like a craft mac and cheese. Um, you know, make a roux, cheddar cheese sauce, or you can get crazy with, you know, Gruyere cheese, um, you know, extra sharp. Um, you probably have some. Well, a week or two here in the Studio 21 Podcast mm-hmm. Cafe. Mr. Jonathan served us mac and cheeseburgers. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So it's a good cheeseburger oh. with mac and cheese on top of it. A little messy, but delicious. Oh. God, that sounds amazing. Do you, are you familiar? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to, what about putting mac and cheese inside of the burger? That's where I was going. That would be awesome. If you were familiar with the Juicy Lucy, yep. which is, I believe, Minnesota. I think it's 
is a, it's blue cheese in the burger, right? Or but I, I yeah, it's the cheese inside. But I think it originated in, in Minnesota. In Minnesota well, was the birthplace. Just today on a phone call with Steve Saka, he was talking about putting mac and cheese inside of meatballs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That would work. That's a game changer, yeah. too. But would you put red sauce on them, or would you have to put I, another sauce on them? You know, the sauce discussion, we were talking red at the time, so he he might have been going red on that, okay. which would be fine. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think Jonathan's barbecue sauce would probably yeah, pair Jonathan well with that. Yeah, Jonathan had some barbecue sauce here, homemade, waiting for us when he got here. It was outstanding. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's different, but it was delicious. It's you know, like a heavy tomato base yeah. to it, yep. but it has that tangy smoke that's nice. You put some chipotle in yeah. there and molasses. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the whole process. I saw the chipotle, the molasses, and crushed tomato. Yeah, it was awesome. He's got a, <laughs> yeah. he's got a jar bigger than those jars. Yeah. <laughs> got a couple comments. Billy, oh, and, uh, coleslaw. Beans, Mexican sweet corn from Jeremy. Absolutely. Uh, all right, we'll talk about Mexican street corn next show, because that you can get into. That's like a huge really? topic. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll definitely we talk about that next that. show. Yeah, we can play that's with delicious that. too. I have a confession. What you don't like corn? No, I love corn. Okay. Okay. I have never made mac and cheese on my smoker. Have you ever made mac and cheese? Yes. Not out of a box. Yes. Okay. Once. Okay. Okay. Only so if, once. Only once. So to. Um, well, my disappointment. I know. <laughs> well, normally my wife makes it all oh, the time. All right. Yeah, and just to, and if you're gonna put on your smoker, you basically just want more liquid. You just want more yeah. of a sauce to cover the noodle so it doesn't dry out when but it I goes like in the smoker. I like yours. You like mine? Okay. I think yours is outstanding. Mine is mine is good. Mine is delicious. Yes. I'll do I'll do it for you. Okay. No, and, and I mean, we just use um, my mac and cheese is basically a um, the roux is bacon grease and um, flour. Then we add beer, and I always use a Boston lager. Um, Sam Adams Boston lager. <laughs> I don't drink it, but I'll put it in my mac and cheese. What's a lager? Boston lager. Yeah, what's a lager? It's lager, lager. It's a lager. Lager. Yeah. It's a, it's a lighter beer. Lager. Where do we live? Lager. Lager. Thank you. So, I didn't know what you were talking um, Speaking of there for a moment. Some Boston lager. Um, and then I use yellow mustard, ground mustard. Uh, then after that, I use um, sharp cheddar cheese, Velveeta cheese, cream cheese, provolone cheese. Um, I think Velveeta is a must in all macaroni and cheeses. It is so, ki- so kids will have it. You know, they want the, yellow- the yellowness of the cheese and that. They pair with that flavor of Velveeta. I think so. It even just, though it adds there's other flavors to, in it, they still seem to point out, you know, even though it has we don't a exactly know what it is. Mm-hmm. No one knows what it is because it, you don't have to refrigerate it. I know it's beautiful. You go in the store and it's right <laughs> in the aisle. It's a cheese product, but I don't use it. In really? My mac and cheese. No, I, I'm sorry. I just don't cater to the kids. I use Gruyere. Yeah. I use a, a gouda or a smoked, smoked gouda, gouda, yeah, a sh- really sharp cheddar, mm-hmm. little jack cheese, and then the grated parmesan gets mixed with the topping that goes on top. Now, do you do a like a Ritz cracker topping? No, actually, I use breadcrumbs. Okay, I use panko. Yeah, but I was thinking this week, what if you took 
the hot Cheetos and crush those up to make it's it. It's weird because I was going to – that's you know crazy. Something? <laughs> I was thinking about that, listening to the Snack Authority on right. Saturday, well, Saturday morning. Yeah. The Cheetos crushing up a Cheetos because they did an episode on I've cheese never curls, seen that either. Or cheese puff yep. or cheese doodle. Each company had their own name. My vote still is Jack's. That's my personal the vote. Big Puffs? The big puffs? Yeah, the little smiley face yeah. with your Cheetos. Call it. And not depends. the Cheetos, not the crunchy Cheetos. Okay. The, the styrofoam the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. cheese balls, but in a yeah. in a tube. The, the yeah. pack and peanut looking thing. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Those. <laughs> yeah. Crush mm-hmm. those up. Oh. No, you got you to gotta do the... The, the Cheetos. Yeah. 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 The crunchy, the crunchy yep. ones. Yeah, yeah definitely the, the right. hot ones there. Are you on it, or do re- I'll, I'm on it. All right, good. Yep. So... The 11th, 12th, and 13th, we'll have a sample of it. All right. So now we'll definitely do, that. definitely do that. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, so it'll be my mac and cheese with the yeah. Frito topping. Not Fritos, Cheetos. Cheetos, Cheeto topping. Yeah, Fritos yeah. is a whole different animal. Nope. Don't go nope. there. Fritos that are Cheetos. delicious with chili. They are. They are. They Melted are. cheese from jalapenos, a chili, the Frito, Frito bowl, uh, you well, that, call it. Yeah, we take the bag and you just open the bag up. Just throw it in and there. Just throw it right, right in there. Pulled that's pork, it. little One chili. Stop shopping. Yep. Little cheese. Eat it right out of the bag. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. <coughs> oh sorry. Excuse All right. Me. Well, wow. your, your producer's me. getting hungry. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Rob Manzella. Uh, congratulations to Grace and also um, Courtney, um, the 2018 Pop Warner cheerleading um, champions, champions from Reading. So, they were down in Florida this week for the yep. They were in their competition. Disney World. So, congratulations, girls! Out. You worked you hard to the show. Um, once again, we uh, that's it for this week. Like, uh, thank you all for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions and comments to Pit Life BBQ Podcast at, at gmail.com. On social media, find us on YouTube, Facebook at Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. You can also catch us live. Uh, if you can't catch us live, catch us on iTunes and other podcast carriers. Um, once again, we'd like to thank Bobby and Jack's Memphis Barbecue for helping us bring this to you every week. Uh, if you're in the Tuxbury area, it's uh, 1777 Main Street, Tuxbury, Mass, or right on uh, Route 38. Uh, stop by them. Tell them you heard heard of them from uh, from us at the Pit Life Barbecue and. Uh, Give them a shot. It's coming along. Yep. Real good things coming out of there. So, you know. Sorry, I mean again. Support, support them. They're helping us bring this to you every week. Um, like you said, find us on the social medias. Please hit like, subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share with your friends. Keep on growing. Let's keep it, keep it rolling. And uh, have a good night. Have a good night, Dan. <laughs> Till next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.